All right, we're going to start this show off with a, a, what's apparently a hot-button topic today. Here, I did not know. This here thing. at Gardner's yeah. Mattress and More in wonderful Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So, Lancaster Connects brought to you by Gardner's Mattress and More. We're here in the store. We're talking with our team, and I don't know exactly how it came up, but... They were talking about the types of cereal they like. Yeah. That's, yeah. And so, it was revealed... And this and it was one of our salespeople. We'll we'll leave him nameless <laughs> because I think it's a shameful thing. But he doesn't like the leftover cereal milk at the bottom of your bowl once you've eaten your cereal. Man, you take take that to the face. That's slurp that goodness <laughs> up. <laughs> Terrible for the the participants in the in your breakfast table on your breakfast table, but I like mean, you have Lucky Charms flavored cereal yes. milk, cinnamon, granola, cinnamon toast crunch, oh, frosted flakes, the chocolate cereal. You got you got chocolate milk left over. Yeah, cocoa puffs. I don't know. It's it's, it's what you look forward to after this eating a bowl of cereal. May have to go in his file. <laughs> Just saying. So, if you're out there watching, let us know yes or no to drinking your cereal milk that's left over afterwards. Yes, our, you drink it. No, you don't drink it. Our guest on the show is not, you know, she, she's, she's, she's of the camp of no soup mm-hmm. to the cereal hey, milk. You know, you're allowed to do with your milk, whatever you That's like right. to do. It's your <laughs> milk. Your cereal milk. Like so, that, like that JG Wentworth commercial. With it's that, your money. Get it now. <laughs> it's your cereal milk. Drink <laughs> it how you want it. Right. 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 Something like that. Right. But this is Lancaster Connects more than just a show about goofy things happening inside the mattress store. But what we do inside here is bring you this show all about giving back to the community, uh, putting uh, light and spotlight on good people, doing great things uh, in and around the Lancaster area. So we love that you're here. If you want all the updates, you want to follow along easy, easily, please subscribe, please like where you're watching this video, be that on YouTube, LinkedIn, or Facebook. Uh, we'd love for you to follow us and subscribe to the show. So you can uh, know when we go live, you eat live each Monday at two. And if you want to catch it on audio, although you'd miss out on all this awesomeness here on your screen and in this character here, um, you can check it out on audio on all the major podcast players. So I forgot to ask you this morning, Jeffrey, mm-hmm. how was your smoked turkey? The turkey we, on the smoker? We didn't do it. Oh, this week. That's later. We're going to do it. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We didn't do it. I was, I was excited to see how this turned out. Yeah. Well, Black Friday was, uh, preparing for the hunting gear I That's needed right. for right. Saturday. And then you hunted. And then I went hunting on Saturday and, and smoking's uh, a whole day thing. Yep. Or most of the day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. yep. And uh, I got a climbing stand and that, as I told you, that used some muscles. Uh, that I wasn't you prepared to use. Yeah. You didn't know you or had aware that I even had. So if you've ever watched somebody climb a climbing tree stand, if you look it up on YouTube, you know, it, it looks very easy, but I can attest it's, it's not. Now I'm not the most, um, slim of woodsmen that are out there, but, uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I've, I've got some moves and, and like, man, this, this one was rough. Bear like. It was, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'm curious, like, do you have to find a tree that's like a certain diameter or like, yeah, doesn't have low branches? Like it, it has to be pretty, yeah, pretty tall. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you want about 
you know, 10 to maybe 15, 20 inches in diameter at the most. Okay. Yep. Uh, it's all just friction. It's really wild to think that you're, yeah, there I am with yeah. my rifle, uh, sitting in the stand. <laughs> It's pretty wild to think that it's just like friction making you stay up there 10 right. to 20 feet in the air. Right. Um, of course, have your safety harness and stuff, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's all pretty safety wild. First. And it was, uh, yeah, it was fun. And so uh, more antics to follow there. But uh, no, <laughs> Saturday was hunting and then Sunday was getting the stuff ready for the house and then football. And uh, and now here we are today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, good weekend. We'll, we'll look for the uh, turkey smoking update later. Yeah, it'll, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. That's like a good thing maybe next week. Yeah, we'll get it done. Hey, we should introduce our new sponsor. We should. It's 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 not a new month, but for Lancaster Connects episode-wise, it's a new month. This is a big deal around here. We've got production schedules and sponsors to please and make everybody happy. And since we're in the business of helping you wake up happy, we're going to make our sponsors happy. And this month's sponsor can make your people happy on your Christmas gift-giving list. Lancaster gift box makes it really easy to share, really easy to give great gifts. Um, they share a luxurious taste of Lancaster County with friends and clients nationwide. Uh, they've got a really great commitment to supporting local food producers here in Lancaster and create these gift boxes and curate these signature gifts and baskets with a lot of the great local flavors that we have. And they deliver that right to the people, um, who you want to give gifts to. So. LancasterGiftBox.com is the place to go. They've got amazing selection. They're also our contest uh, this month. Well, for the next this show, yeah. the next three, the next three shows, and uh, and so you're going to enter to win a taste of Lancaster gift box. Uh, we put that live on the just website. launched it this morning. Yep, just <laughs> today, and uh, so you get to enter to win that, and we'll announce that winner on December 18th. That would be a great gift to give. Well, you know, really anybody on your your gift giving list, um, you know, the people that like food, of course, anybody that's out of town. Um, I mean, and missing Lancaster. Yeah, right. Or or missing Lancaster. That's a great point. Um, lots of great locally made uh, produce and uh, items in there. Uh, Stroopies are like, I think my favorite in that box. But I see some chocolate, popcorn, and some other goodies in there. Um, and you know, we had. Um, Chris had the uh, sponsor slide on the screen there. Gabriel was a Lancaster Connects guest a few episodes ago. I think back in uh, early November or, or late October, he was a guest. So you can check that out on LancasterConnects.com slash episodes right on the top of the page. You'll see um, you know, our episode list there. Uh, Gabriel and I believe his wife, uh, Diana, they were or he was on our show uh, a few shows ago. Great show. Uh, great local business uh, right on Queen Street in Lancaster doing some Really pretty neat things uh, to uh, to improve the the neighborhood, if you will. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So if Charlie Brown had a contest box, like he had like, a Christmas tree, like a Christmas tree, this would be our con- we December eighteenth is going to be a big day here on the show. We have mm. the Lancaster Connects contest winner to announce, and then we have this one. So this is a contest that we're running. We like to have a little donation give back thing to what we do around here. So this month, if you come in, just to as Gardner's. we had last month, yep. yes, come into Gardeners and um, bring in a non-perishable food item, you'll get a contest entry in the box to win a $500 Visa gift card. And we feel this is a great, great little contest to run, introduce people to us, our show, 
Maybe we make a new connection with somebody local who doesn't know about us. We do good by giving back food and you get entered to win a $500 Visa gift card. We'll draw that winner on December 18th. So help my little Charlie Brown contest box because we need some more entries. Because we, we need some more. We don't mind giving the gift card away, but <clears throat> I do want to have a whole bunch of food to donate. Last time we had about 215 pounds of food that we donated. It was a mound yeah, <laughs> right inside the door. It was, it was a logistical issue because we had food everywhere. And, uh, and then we loaded it up and got it to Hempfield Food Pantry, about 215 pounds. But this one, I don't know. I think all the holiday fanfare maybe and social channels has, you know, Thanksgiving distracts from, you know, yep, being out there, right? And, and donating. So, uh, great. You know, now that we're kind of flipping the calendar, now's your opportunity to do that. Hey, you know, if you're coming by the mall, I was just going to do some Christmas shopping. We're right across the street, Park City Mall. So, yep. Right. Just pop on Manheim Pike, right off of Harrisburg Pike. So come on in, donate a box of macaroni, some cans of soup, whatever non perishable food item you want. And uh, we'll get it to the right people and you get under your win. So without too much further ado, we've, we've been bantering for a little longer than normal, no. but that cereal milk thing that's, is that's an important discussion. It is. Let's continue it. Let's wait <laughs> this way. Man, I love podcasting. You just get all these creative ways to introduce your guests to the show. Kristen Richards from Front Porch Baking Company. Welcome to the show. And Hello. Kevin St. Cyr from Score Lancaster. Welcome to Lancaster Connects. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Kristen, we had the, we started out and we kind of gave it away. So what is it about the cereal milk that you don't enjoy? Uh, I don't know. I think I just eat my cereal too slow and then it's not... Mm. <laughs> cold anymore well, yeah, and yeah. i just there's something about the the mushy milk flavor that's <laughs> like not saying nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that i can, I can see yeah, you don't <laughs> want to drink warm milk yet that, that, right that just tells me i've been eating my cereal way too fast <laughs> yeah, right. i've never had to worry about warm no milk. judgment <laughs> kevin how about you i'm just like you guys i uh i had i told you i had to defer to Kristen, but i did this morning, take the leftover milk in a in a granola based cereal and just drank it the yep. way you guys do. So, I think I've been doing that yep. since Life cereal when I was five years old, with that cinnamony uh, taste from Life. You know, eat <laughs> eat it by the bowl. Yeah. it would be it would be an interesting uh, you know to kind of take it another step further. You know, like there are people that entirely clean their plate off, like of all the gravy and stuff that's on the plate, and then there's people that leave that stuff on there after all the other stuff is gone. That would be, it's probably the same, same discussion. The people that drink their milk are the people that like completely clear off their plate and, uh, you know, opposite. So I can, I can lead it on bread. I'll lead it on that one for you. If they have a piece of Kristen's homemade bread, they'll definitely sop up whatever's food on, on uh, the table. I guarantee you what, that. what a transition <laughs> there. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, let's dig in. Um, We'll, we'll ask both of you what your favorite all-time bakery item is. Mm. Good icebreaker. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. So, Krista, we'll have you go first. I, okay. Yeah, I love a good almond croissant. It's oh, definitely my okay. favorite bakery item. Yeah. <laughs> and is that something you make in your, in your business? I used to. We actually... Um, at our shop, we're nut-free, so we yeah. actually don't use any nuts in our bakery. Um, but 
yeah, I miss making them. <laughs> but it's a it's a nice treat to get when I go to other other bakeries around. Okay, Kevin, how about you? Your favorite baking item? Uh, I've become a fan in my older years of uh, great breads and. Uh, so mm-hmm. a variety of breads. I like multi-grain, spelt, but I also mm-hmm. uh, get a good rise and, and uh, sourdoughs as well. That's Very cool. good. Yeah. Very good. Hard to go hard to go wrong with a really good bread. Right. 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 Yeah. So uh, Kristen, uh, Front Porch Baking Company, um, I really don't know a whole yeah. lot about. And I understand you are a COVID success story, which is just, you know, a few years yeah. ago. Can you talk about how Front yeah. Porch Baking Company began and uh, how you have evolved yeah. a little bit over the last few years? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I never, let's see, it's a it's a long story, I feel like. Hey, we've got time. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, when we started out, I was just, I had left my full-time job. I had worked in a local restaurant um, and just kind of wanted to, Start the idea of working on my own business. So it was more of just like a part-time venture. Um, and then with COVID, when that happened, um, I had lost my part-time job. And I figured, well, I have this bread oven at my house. I've been working on my business. You know, it's kind of now or never. Um, so I just started baking from home. I already had a bit of a customer base and a customer following. So from that regard, it was a little bit easy to kind of have people to reach out to, to see if they wanted bread. Um, and it also was nice for me. I could bake bread at our house, go deliver it. I didn't have to have any contact with anybody. I could just leave it on their front porch. Um, it was helping me not feel like trapped <laughs> inside and like I was still giving back to people. Um, yeah, and it just kind of grew from there. And during that process, I was working on getting into the um, Lancaster Marketplace, which was a market off of um, Fruitville Pike. Um, I want to say it was probably there for about two or three years. And I kind of came in at the tail end of that. We were just there for about six months. Um, but I was able to start there in October of 2020. And I was able to do all of my baking there, um, kind of get a feel for what it would be like doing retail, especially kind of in the new food climate. And I did mostly home delivery still, um, or curbside pickups, that sort of thing. I tried to just make it as accessible as possible. Um, and then that grew into finding a storefront in Millersville and. Yeah, that we've been in Millersville for a little over two and a half years. And then um, we now have a production space in downtown Lancaster as well, <laughs> which has been a big undertaking. Um, and that just came about this past summer, really just because our space in Millersville is wonderful and I don't have any intention of leaving it, but we needed to be able to be more efficient in the production side of things. Um, and that space is a little bit more focused on retail. So we had an opportunity come up where we could move into a space downtown. So now we kind of have these two spaces that we're managing, but we just do, um, all of our retail in Millersville still. 
Yeah, the Millersville location is that. Uh, well, I, I don't think they're there yeah. anymore. But Wiley's Pharmacy is it that building that that Wiley used to be in? Yeah, yes. I think a lot of people in that area would know Wiley's Pharmacy was. And I think uh, are you in the space where the, there was a dry cleaner? You and the. Um, yes, yeah. yes, where you're used, yeah, yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah, yep, we're in I that space. I thought I recognized that space there. Um, I, yeah, it's a great spot. Um, we have a great customer base there in Millersville. Everybody's super supportive and just appreciative to have a small local business in their community. So it's been nice. That's awesome. So we know you're a bakery, Can and yeah. you mentioned earlier that you're a nut-free bakery. Can you talk a little bit about some of the bakery items that you make and specialize in? Sure. Yeah. So we specialize in sourdough bread um, or just naturally leavened bread. Um, we use a sourdough starter to leaven all of our breads that we make. Um, we do a classic sourdough that we offer every day we're open and then we rotate our other breads. Um, so we kind of have like daily breads on certain days of the week. And then we also make pastries that are really like seasonally inspired and just focused on whatever's available locally um, from our, you know, local farms in the Lancaster community. So a couple, couple popular items that we make are apple turnovers, um, our cinnamon buns. Um, let's see what else we do. A chocolate chip cookie. We just did a squash cake. Mm, that was oh, really a big cinnamon. hit. So Yeah. It's like doing the Homer Simpson gargle here about the cinnamon buns. <laughs> Man, those were great. Yeah, we only make those on Saturday, mm. so they're like kind of a special, special yeah. treat. And the uh, pretzels I saw, um, yeah, they looked. I, I like. I caught a quick glimpse of the caption from the Instagram page that we were showing, like our producer Chris is showing. Um, it looked yeah. like there was something special about the way you make those pretzels. Is that right? Yeah, we do um, rye flour. A, a big focus of our bakery as a whole is using um, whole grain. So we use a lot of different locally milled and grown um, grains and flour in our breads and pastries. So the flour in our pretzels is mostly rye flour. And they um, we do like a traditional like lye bath Um Versus using like baking soda or something like that just kind of gives them that really crisp, like pretzel crust that has that malty flavor to it. Um, and then we sprinkle some like everything bagel seasoning on them just for something different. <laughs> Love it. Rye pretzel with rye whiskey. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, Kristen. I am, I am yeah. wheat free, uh, because of an allergy. Um, okay. and I don't just know. think it's cool that, yeah. Uh, uh, rye <laughs> rye flour is that something that I could eat, being wheat free, or no? Rye is um, it doesn't have the same protein structure that wheat does, but it does still have um, gluten, a protein of okay. gluten yeah. in it. So you might find it depends if you have celiac. I would yeah, say I no. If you have an allergy, you might be able to. Um, digest rye a little bit easier, especially if it is sourdough based, um, because the fermentation process right. kind of helps to break down that protein structure. That's interesting. So, 
Yeah, the only flour, you could definitely eat buckwheat. That's naturally gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually comes from a seed versus a grain. But yeah, there's a lot of uh, interesting outlooks and conversations about right. gluten and right. what you know what people can and can't yeah, eat. Cool. Sounds like we should order a bunch yeah. of those pretzels. And either way, Jeff wins. <laughs> yeah, you can find out. Because <laughs> if Ben can't have <laughs> yeah. them all, get his pretzels. That's great. <laughs> So we have someone else on the show, Kevin, you've joined us here for the show. Now your connection here today is you, you volunteer your expertise and your time and knowledge with SCORE. And we've talked about SCORE a few times here on the show. SCORE is a nationwide organization that has local chapters, local affiliates that help, uh, uh, up and coming businesses, businesses starting out like Kristen did a couple of years back, um, and their volunteers bring their expertise and their knowledge base out and share that. And so, Kevin, thank you for doing that. You know, tell us about how you and, and Kristen connected and what that relationship's been like. And, and, you know, what have you enjoyed about that process so far working, working with Front Porch? Sure. Just to carry on what you said first, we have 80 mentors in the local Lancaster Lebanon chapter and there's 10,000 of us across the country. And so um, a lot of them might have baking uh, experience, so I can draw in 20 or 30 others if if Kristen has a problem and I can't handle it with her. I, I have a lot of resources inside SCORE, which is one of the benefits mm, yeah. of SCORE. Um, Kristen and I uh, met uh, when she was coming off of another program. She's a very knowledgeable person and takes advantage of, of great local opportunities. Uh, she was in the assets program in Lancaster. Uh, I think it was a fall program where she was um, in a cohort of, of, of people who wanted to start a business. So they went through a lot of the business startup fundamentals. And usually when, when that program ends, SCORE comes in and, and assists in, in giving feedback to their presentations, basically their graduation presentations. And, and we mix and mingle. Then Kristen and I um, uh, had a conversation and, and we talked about it and she asked me to become her mentor. And uh, in SCORE, our mission is to provide mentoring and education. So in this case, I'm, I'm her primary or lead mentor. And she explained to me what her vision was uh, to start her own business. This is while she was employed, but she um, she knew that she had the passion and the or the fire in the gut, as we say, to uh, to start her own business. And uh, we we worked on a number of areas, including conceptualizing the business, doing a I think we did a, the financial model, the three year financial projection, and all the other things that come. Uh, to play when you think about launching a business, we had that conversation. And I remember um, as COVID, as she re- re- it brings back memories, because we're, we're, we have a relationship now, must be about six years. And I can remember when she moved into her first stand, like a 10 foot uh, wide at most stand. And she had her, her oven in there down in the, that place in, in uh, off Fruitville Pike. And uh, it was just amazing to see how much progress she had made then. And making making mm-hmm. a go of it during COVID and being successful at it, and then uh, she had to exit there that place unexpectedly, and she found a, a, a location in Millersville, and and she's been thriving there. And you heard her say that she's uh, she had to expand to get an oven capacity somewhere else. So it's this is truly a a, a great success story locally, 
And uh, and one last plug for Kristen. When I when I say I prefer uh, breads, it's thanks to her. I will say I've traveled the world in my career globally, including uh, the best bakeries in the world, like in Germany and Paris. And she makes the finest bread anywhere. And and that's nothing to say about her pastries. Nothing against her pastries because those are good. But her breads are off the charts, best in the world, in my opinion. That's that's incredible. Tremendous endorsement. I have some questions about the bread in in just a moment. But uh, Kevin, talking about the the mentorship, um, what does that look like? Is that, you know, checking in? Is it monthly meetings? What does what does mentorship uh, entail? In in a startup phase, we might have met every couple of weeks, uh, at least once a month uh, in the early days, but probably a couple of weeks as we start uh, drafting out the sketch of what a what a business plan uh, looks like and what a financial projections plan looks like. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the banks, uh, if the banks know that SCORE has been involved. Um, they can appreciate the fact that those financial projections and the business plan has has had just an extra set of eyes and ears on it, and uh, I think it gives uh, it, it gives help and credibility yeah. to that entrepreneur who really, really a lot of times doesn't have the financial uh, wherewithal uh, to hire a consultant at two hundred bucks an hour. You know that's that's one of the benefits of SCORE is the, is the free mentoring and education from a lot of people who have a lot of experience. And like I say, if I don't have a, an answer for her, I can probably find it somewhere in score, you know? Yeah. Um, and then yeah. the journey, as the journey evolves, I mean, of course, I see Kristen sometimes when I just stop by her bakery and see how things are going and walk out with $20 worth of bread or something like that. But uh, <laughs> she, she knows that um, even as a, as a thriving business now, that score is always there for her. It's a lifetime mm-hmm. journey. Um, some of our clients get the answer. Uh, it's a kind of a once and done thing. Uh, but a lot of clients like Kristen know that uh, SCORE is here for as long as they want to keep the relationship. And and they kind of, we encourage the uh, SCORE client to drive the agenda, to drive the meeting frequency. We can we can nudge them along a little bit. But and since it's their business, we we prefer that they take, I prefer at least they take responsibility in terms of, setting the pace and and we can we can coach them along as necessary but um in Chris oh, in Kristen's case it didn't really matter uh because she she had this passion to to get in her own business and she obviously succeeded yeah yeah again kudos Kristen for all your success to date I think oh, I think you. one thing I want to add to Kevin about what score offers and <laughs> and you know Kristen maybe you can attest this I I don't know your background beyond what we've shared here today, but I think sometimes people looking at business and that opportunity can get discouraged and say, well, I don't know a bank or I don't, I don't know somebody in real estate. I don't, I don't have those connections. It seems like a good old boys club. It seems like you got to be in the know. And I think one of the most powerful things about score and really, I know our chapter from prior conversations locally is one of the stronger chapters in the nation. Uh, and if not the strongest one in the region, and that's your in. So if you're in this area, score is your in into business because there are all those assets of knowledge, expertise. You know, Kevin just said it. Like you know, if you bring a financial plan forward and they know score has been involved, there's a leg up on that. 
Yeah. And so I, I just wanted to, to point that out as you were sharing um, your insights, Kevin. I did. Uh, Kristen, did you ever have any of those feelings of like you you might have been on the outside looking in? Did SCORE help you bring you in and, and accelerate your success? Yes, definitely. I would say between SCORE and the classes I took through assets, um, we're very fortunate in Lancaster to have such a strong small business community. And there are so many great resources here. Um, so having access to both of those, you know, companies have definitely helped me because it is intimidating. You're like, okay, I have this idea. I have this skill. I want to put it out into the world on my own terms. But like, where do you start? Right. Um, so it does feel intimidating in a lot of ways. And having just known about SCORE over the years um, and when like Kevin had mentioned, when we started our relationship as he is my mentor, um, I was still working full time at mm -hmm. my job and I knew it wasn't the right time for me to go out on my own, but I also knew when I was ready, I could reach out to him or somebody else, you know, at score, whoever, and they would kind of help me start that process. So I, I felt like, yeah, I had you know, somebody holding my hand, so to speak, being able to coach me along. Yeah, that's huge. Kevin, go ahead. I just wanted to add that <laughs> um, to Kristen's point about being this being kind of a daunting, uh, you know, intimidating experience. The one thing that I think SCORE does <laughs> a lot that should be reassuring to anyone considering getting a mentor is we're, a lot of times we're just a sounding board. Uh, the, the, the entrepreneurs out on their own trying to figure out where do I go? How do I do it? They just need to bounce an idea off somebody and get some feedback. And and a lot of times they have to make the decision to go with it. So um, we're all score mentors are are trained to listen and assist clients in terms of taking the best actions moving forward. And and but listening is the first step. And and we just want to be sure that that client has the best chance to success. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, we've, we've done what now four or five of these score based shows, uh, talking to different score mentors and businesses that scores help. And the, the, it's, it's always the same every time how much impact score has had with those, uh, individual business owners. And I know there's hundreds and hundreds of businesses yep. just in Lancaster County that are impacted positively by score. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to flip the tables back to, the baking uh, and and the food, um, Kristen. We've heard we've heard Kevin rave about the bread. Uh, so I've I've two questions. <laughs> uh, how did you learn how to sure. make bread and other baked goods? And what is it about the bread specifically, like the locally sourced uh, ingredients? I think you use, uh, and maybe there's other special <laughs> ingredients that you'd like to share. What what uh, you know? The, yeah. Those two questions. How did you learn? And, and what's in the bread that makes it so good? Um, well, I, it started out just as a hobby for me. Um, baking with my grandmother. She's was from Germany. Um, so I grew up around a lot of European baked goods and pastries, a lot of rye bread, um, a lot of German Christmas cookies. Um, things like that. I didn't really grow up eating a lot of the traditional kind of PA Dutch, um, like baked goods, which was an interesting experience <laughs> for me as a kid. Um, 
And I just was able to learn from her. She was always baking, always cooking. And yeah, just kind of was my my hobby. And as I got older, I considered other career paths um, that I tried entertaining. And I was like, no, I don't think this is what I want to do. I don't want to be a teacher. I don't want to be a mm-hmm. nurse. <laughs> um, I just want to be a baker, which I think my parents were a little skeptical about um, at the beginning. But yeah. Yeah, so I just just really was passionate about it, knew it was what I wanted to do long term and I've been fortunate to have the the ability to to do that. Um and I guess as far as like the ingredients and the local sourcing of ingredients, um that really became important to me. Um kind of when I started meeting other bakers in the community and social media actually has helped a lot with that. Just being able to virtually meet other bakers out in the world in general um, and finding out more about whole grain baking and that there are local mills still um, in Pennsylvania that grow and mill their own wheat or rye or spelt Um and yeah, I just, I have, I've found that flour that you can, you know, purchase at the grocery store is much different than flour you can buy from a local mill. Um, and that it actually has a lot of different flavor components to it. Um, that, yeah, you wouldn't really think of. It, it took me a while to learn that like flour can be flavor as well in a recipe where, you kind of think it's it's the backbone of most recipes, but it really can add so much if you're, you know, choosing different grain to kind of highlight those flavors. This, this, I mean, that's torture looking at the photos <laughs> on the screen. I'm making me hungry. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think one of the things that Chris had up on the screen showed you actually making baguettes at 3.30 in the morning. 3.30 a.m., I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, baked goods, you know, especially like some breakfast stuff you have to make super early, right? That's. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I start my days very early. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like from that video, it looks like there's some defined skill in the way you're mm. kneading. Is that shaping. the right term? Yeah. Yeah. Shaping. Yep. Yep. Look at yeah. You. There's. Do you, uh, Kristen. Do you... Yeah. Great. <laughs> Do you have anything that's uniquely yours, like something you've come up with that nobody else has ever made before? Like, do you have your own creations or your own twists on um, originals, if you will? Yeah, that's tough. I feel like, you know, somebody, you're like, you're always kind of copying some, somebody along the lines somewhere, if that makes sense. Like, I've adapted our baguette recipe to kind of fit into my own style of baking um they're all sourdough based and using local grains so things like that um as far as like my very own recipes i would say like some of our cakes that we have are family recipes um yeah but i just try and pull from all different resources that i that i'm able to i've you know i've other jobs that I've had, um, maybe a boss has given me a recipe mm-hmm. and I've kind of tweaked it to take my own spin on it. 
things like that. You're you're yeah. being very humble here. We we tried to give you a nice softball question, <laughs> but you actually oh. <laughs> have a best bread in Pennsylvania distinction. Is that correct? I was yes, I was that. very fortunate to be included. Yeah, um, I honestly had no idea that that was even going to happen. <laughs> it was just kind of funny. A customer of ours actually texted me and said, oh, Kristen, did you see you were included on this list? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so yeah, it was me and then two other bakeries in Pennsylvania, that two bakers that I really admire. Um, and yeah, I the man who wrote the article, David, he actually had bought bread for me during the pandemic when I was still baking out of my house. Um and I had looked at his social media and it said like food and wine writer. And I was like, oh, is that real? <laughs> I don't know. And then, you know, a year later, this article comes out. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. That's just so pretty incredible. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a nice surprise to be included in a list like that. Um, there's so many wonderful bakeries uh, in Lancaster and across the whole state. So I was very honored to be included that's so cool yeah well congratulations i mean yeah you know we know Thanks. you know I, I don't know how competitive the scratch made you know uh whole grain i don't even know if i'm saying this right bread baking business yeah. is in lancaster there's at last track about 137 and that's not an exaggeration kevin we learned that because score told us to look up the nakes code for competing businesses. And at the time in 2011, there was 137 places to buy a mattress in Lancaster County. Wow. And so, um, so wow. we've been a favorite mattress store for 14 years in a row. We're honored for that. I'm happy that you have a best bread in PA, um, award because I have no Thank idea how you. competitive it is, but it doesn't matter. There's you're a lot the of bad in Pennsylvania. There is. If you're the best, yeah. you're the best. So that's great. Definitely. And it's great. Thank you. Kristen. Thanks. Um, so, uh, for somebody that's yeah. hungry like us, uh, yeah, they can buy your bread and your bakery items at the Millersville shop. Um, what's the address of that? Oh. Correct. It is five thirteen Lehman okay. Avenue. Okay, and we're in the Millersville Center there. And is, is there any other places, or are there any other places that your bread can be purchased? Maybe at a market stand or online. Do you have a, an online purchasing capability on your website? Um, we do pre-orders on okay. our website, so you could order ahead and come pick it up at a later date. Um, that's a popular option, especially for people on Saturdays. We Saturdays are really our busiest day, so a lot of people will pre-order so they can come later yep. in the day and they don't feel like, oh, I'm going to miss out on something I really want. Um, other than that, we just do wholesale, so we also partner with some local restaurants. Oh, okay, yeah downtown that use our bread in their own dishes um so that's been very nice probably probably between like six and nine different places we'll use our bread from time to time who, who are some of those so who are cool. some of those restaurants um zootropolis so okay. uses our bread um cozy he's at southern okay. market he's a stand yeah, in yep. there um another like small business incubator kind of space yeah, which is cool. it is really neat space um. Yeah, Amanita Cafe. They're on West Walnut. 
La Petite Patisserie yep. uses our bread for some of their dishes. Yeah, That's a few cool. places. We were just making bread for the horse and oh, yeah. 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 So I have yeah, it's I have nice. another question in <laughs> mind with the uh passionate response that cereal milk has. But this relates to bread. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so fair. In your professional opinion, is it best to butter your breads, oil? Oh, oh, like on yeah. the plate, mm -hmm. dip it in oil or just enjoy it in its natural state. Mm. That's well, I'm definitely a big fan of butter. <laughs> I knew I loved you as a guest. <laughs> the more butter, the better. <laughs> Kevin, are you a bread butter? Butter. butter. Periodically, 95% butter, 5% oil or less. Uh, yep. Butter is number one by a long shot. Yeah. Maybe it depends on the meal that the bread is going yeah. with, what you would do there. But yeah, bread. Sounds like we should have a reading of the Butter Battle Bread Book. What was that book from Dr. Seuss? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Feels like you just made something up. I didn't make it up. That's a real book. <laughs> it's a Dr. Seuss book. It's got an orange cover. Mm, okay. you, didn't, you don't know that I, book? I don't think so. Get off my shit. <laughs> How do you not know the butter? There the it butter is. battle book. We, we didn't have that one. Look, I don't know. The, the two factions: one butters it on upside, and one butters it on the uh, underside. Okay. Seuss had the hard hitting questions. That's right. That's right. Definitely, Kevin. We'll we'll switch back to uh, score if if um, there are other small businesses either starting out or uh, already in progress, or even just people with ideas. Uh, of you know what they might want their business to be, and they're looking for a uh, score mentorship or uh, a score program. What's the best way for somebody to get started? It's a good question because um, half of our new clients are startups, like Kristen was an entrepreneur. Others are yep. small businesses that have, have a, a challenge or have a question or want to grow to a different level. Or so we we deal with fifty percent startups and fifty percent existing businesses every month. They should simply go to www.score.org and scroll down and request a mentor. If they put the zip code in, in and it's in our county, they'll be directed to our chapter and assigned a mentor. Mm -hmm. So it's as simple as that, www.score.org and request a mentor. And again, you know, I, I just want to reiterate, I think there's so many people, actually, there's somebody that I met at an event last month and I need to reach back out to her. Uh, I attempted to make a connection to someone else in the pet industry who has since moved on, but I'm going to pass scores information on to her because again, it, it's that you don't need to feel like you got to go with this alone. Entrepreneurship can be lonely. It can be this big, all encompassing thing. And it is, it's not for the faint of heart, right? right Kristen, I mean, it's, there's right. a lot to entrepreneurship. Yes, <laughs> challenging. Um, Yes. But a, a resource in our backyard like SCORE and the depth of knowledge and the expertise that people bring is really, really astounding. I mean, it is your in and it's right there. SCORE.org slash Lancaster-Lebanon gets you right there. And um, and you've got those people in your back pocket to lean on and and make sure your idea is going to have the best chance for success. So, love it. Love it. Well, I think it's time yeah. for our connection cocktail. So maybe we should have had our French wine connection and bread, right? Right. right. Wine and bread right. and a little bit of cheese on the side. 
our connection cocktail this time is uh, switched up a little bit. It's a little bit more uh, maybe uh, business and and score focused. Um, a lot of times the questions are you know about what you like about Lancaster and stuff like that. But uh, Kristen, we we wanted to ask you like what aspect of entrepreneurship you know really what Jeff was just talking about there um, has been most surprising to you? Uh, you know, coming from a full time oh, job to transitioning over the last few years to your own business. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot, <laughs> it's, it's been a big undertaking. Um, I would say just for me, the biggest surprise or what I find most challenging is like, I am a baker and I'm good at what I do as far as mm-hmm. the baking and the hands-on side of things. But then also having to, because we are so small, I also handle so much of the, you know, behind the scenes, the office work, the, yeah, everything else. Like nobody else is doing any of it for me. Uh, Maybe one day, hopefully that's the goal. Um, So just trying to also be good at all of those things has been very challenging and um, surprising in a lot of ways, just, you know trying to learn all the ins and right. outs of financial literacy and all, everything like that is, yeah, been, been interesting. Yeah. I, <laughs> being an entrepreneur starting out on your own, it's like a crash course. <laughs> you know, it's just like you yes. learn it by the seat of your pants sometimes, but it's great to have a, a resource like score to, to bounce things off of and, and find help when needed. You know? Yeah, definitely. I do feel lucky that I can reach out to Kevin if I, Need advice or assistance, and he's always available to help me out. It's great. Yeah, love it, uh, Kevin. Yeah. For you, in one word, how would you describe your experience working with Kristen and her company from Porch Baking? I'll uh, just give a little preamble to that. Um, you've heard the saying: "For it is, it is in giving that we receive." And the one mm-hmm. word I would say is rewarding because uh, just a little bit of my time given to Kristen to see her evolve from where she came with an idea to have a thriving business with probably even bigger ambitions than she first started. It's just so rewarding. So that's the that's the word. And, and I'm looking forward to staying in touch with her. Love it. That's great. Love it. Thank you both for your time on the show today. Really appreciate yeah, you. you, Kevin. Uh, congratulations on your successful career over the years and, and a immense uh, amount of gratitude to you for giving back, uh, mm-hmm. that expertise, that knowledge, uh, mm-hmm. that guidance back to our community because you do make it better. So thank you for that. And Kristen, congratulations to you for that launch of a career. Or, I'm sorry, launch of your business from a career mm-hmm. and, uh, thank that you're you off the ground. We know retail is not for the faint of heart. You've got that. You've got the auxiliary location. You're doing some amazing things at Front Porch Baking Company. Get that great sourdough bread, those rye pretzels, the 3.30 a.m. baguettes. Uh, follow everything that Kristen's doing. All of her socials are here with the notes. Uh, thank you both so much for joining us on the show today. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate thank it. You. Have a great afternoon. You too. I just had lunch, but I'm hungry. We do this every time, and we 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 have a food episode, and we don't have food think, in front of us. I think what we need to do as we evolve the show, where this is episode, let's take this 121 episode, and this out. Ben, 
Come on. In 2024, we need to have anybody that's food related. Yes. We need to get, and we'll pay for it. Yeah, we need, about a, we need a care package. We need a care package to yes. munch on while we have the show. This way we can like fully endorse the rye press. Buttered our bread. Buttered it. <laughs> you know, done all of the things. Just take that whole stick of butter and <laughs> smack it on. But you know the problem that we would just be munching the whole time. We'd be like, have to ask a question and be like, that's the know. problem. What's the Chris can mute it. He can mute between true. the bites. That's true. Anyway, if next, you want to be next week, we'll have cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Remember those little cardboard cereal packs? Oh yeah. And you cut it open. And yeah. The doors would open up, and then you and you pour the milk in. Yes. That's what you should just That's, old time's sake, man. The whole variety pack, <laughs> and we could rate all the cereal milk. Rate them. From best, like sweetest. Oh, to, right. Not, we, you're not rating the cereal, but the milk after the cereal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the next show, we'll do bread and just get all of Kristen's bread. And then butter. Uh, uh, I'm on board. Yeah, I love it. I'm on board. I love it. Well, look, if you, uh, our business has food, we'd love for you to be a guest in the show because we'll like do what we just said, eat it up mm-hmm. while we're on the show. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be that. You could be really any great business, great local hero, great local charity. Uh, someone giving back, caring about our community, you know, score is a great asset to our community. So we always like shining light on them and the successful businesses that they help bring forth for greater success. But you can be on the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. You go to LancasterConnects.com slash guest, and that'll begin the process. And we'll look to book you on the show. I think we're going into March at this mm-hmm. point. And um, so if you think you have a great story to tell, and share it with Lancaster. We'd love to make that connection with you. We've got some prizes to announce soon. We do. So we're going to have Chris start firing up the prize letter, getting that warmed up. So it's at full speed when we go. Um, my sleep better tip. I meant to bring it in, but I forgot. So you've seen these breathe right strips. <clears throat> ben oh, yeah. has turned me on to this. Mm-hmm. Intake breathing. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what you call it. They're not breathing strips. It's, it, I mean, it kind of is. It's, it like works like a breathe, right? If you're familiar a whole, with breathe, right? It's a whole thing. Um, but it's, it's like taking it to the next level. Um, they're little like sticky magnets you stick on your nose each night. And it's a hard plastic thing with magnets on each end that pulls your nostrils, your nasal, your passages. nasal passages out. And it's like you can breathe like you've never breathed before. Wow. It's so amazing. I- I've been trying it. I tested out. Do you get them? The little, yeah, I have the, 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 the four pack of the black bands. Yep. And, uh, you go to intake breathing. If you Google it, uh, there's all kinds of, uh, uh, results and ways to buy. Um, Dr. Pate at Universal, mm-hmm. uh, fitness, the chiropractor there. He can get you a starter pack if you want. Um, you did you, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I got the starter pack. Yeah. And I've been working through the various drafts. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah. Last night, I found the high test one. That the one that worked right. It like made my nostrils like go. <laughs> it, it kind of feels unnatural at first. Kind of. <laughs> but like, did you take a breath then and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, you almost look, wonder. 100% oxygen. Ah, look at, look at John's sleep tip there. Taping uh, your mouth closed. I've heard of this, like hostage tape, I think they call it. What? Yeah. You put tape over your mouth and you're like forced to breathe through your nose. I don't know that I like this sleep. Tape. It, I, it sounds, it sounds, aggressive. in fact, Dr. Pate from, again, from Universal Chiropractor Universal has talked about this. He's not used it. And I've kind of feel the same way. Like I would feel, 
I would be afraid to use it. Like, you know, we'll have to do more research on this one. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the intake breathing strips, I think are fantastic. So point being sleep better tip is get the amount of oxygen through your, your breathing apparatus, Mm -hmm. whether that's your nose or your mouth. I don't know about this taping thing, but anyway, if you want other tips that don't involve hostage tape, as Ben called it. Yeah, that's what Dr. Day called it. If you want some more tips, we'll mail them to you with the Sleep Better book. Gardenersmattressamore.com slash sleep dash better. And we'll get you that book out for free. Jonna says it changes the oxygen in your body. That's interesting. And she doesn't wake up at three o'clock and we have to talk about this. Yeah. Well, you know, if you do wake up at 3 a.m., you could go over to Front Porch Bakery. I think, and, and I think, I think we'll have to bring Jonna on the show as a special, like, little fly-in gas for like three minutes. We'll just ask her, hey, John, how's it going? Just do the show with the tape mouth. You're not waking up. Just watch her breathe. Where'd you get your mattress, John? So it's completely off the rails now. I think it is. I have have a testimonial. Testimonial. Testimonial And then the prize-a-later for the diamond earrings from Van Scoy, Mauer and Bash. All right. We had um, Black Friday weekend is, is, you wouldn't think that, you know, a lot of people think of Black Friday as, you know, you go to Best Buy, you go to Target, whatever, you know, but um, we are actually, it's one of the busiest weekends of the year for us. And this Black Friday weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, was the best Black Friday weekend. Blew the doors off the hinges. Um, very Black good. Friday singular day. Again, like, people line up outside of, you know, they're not going to line up outside of a mattress store, but we actually had biggest Black Friday in history. So pretty cool. Thank you to our customers who supported yes, us you. and who are going to be waking up happy soon. But we got one review from the weekend um, that I wanted to highlight uh, from a customer named Judy. And she said, this has to be one of the best experiences we've had in this scenario where you were working closely with the salesperson. So she's not even signaling out, singling out just mattresses, just any shopping experience where you're working, you know, with That's closely what we with the salesperson. Team with. Best shopping um, experience for the home. No pressure whatsoever. We had an idea of what we wanted, but were open to other options. Phil was great to work with, answered all the questions we had, did not try to sway us towards something more expensive and was very patient. Uh, Drew also helped when we came in to pay and pick up. And he was also uh, great to work with. Best of all, this mattress is great. I think they took their mattress with them. Uh, I would, I'd certainly recommend Gardner. So um, kind of a whole all around team experience. Worked with Phil, had a great experience, came back that day, bought from Drew and uh, you're beaming. Well, I'm noticing something. <laughs> yeah, the show's off the rails. So. <laughs> oh, am yeah. I doing something funny? If you've noticed and you've been a fan, you know Ben talks with his hand, but there's a new thing. That you, I've seen it now for the last few weeks. What am I doing? It's the, You do a finger point. <laughs> Seriously, you need to go back like minute 55. As you're talking, your finger like does a I'm little... My pho- with, with my non-phone hand? Yeah, you, there it is. There, there it oh, is. interesting. It's a finger point. It's, a, it's just like... That's a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, if there a, ever was that's, one. that's right. Oh, that was the, in preparation for the show. I wanted to ask Kristen about a marble rye. I bet she makes a marble rye. What about babka? Yeah, right. Chocolate babka, lesser babka, black and white one. cookie. Oh, there, we could have were, oh, well, first of all, have to man. get you back on. Have Missed to get you back on. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> um, thank you for Contest. watching our show. It's time for the prize later. 
This, this is $200 value diamond earrings from Van Scoy Mauer and Bass Jewelers. They're at 830 Plaza Boulevard, family-owned business, 55 years in town. They're right adjacent to us. They were our November sponsor and generously donated this contest gift. And we had close to 70 entries. That's right. Um, so Chris, go ahead and well, give that a spin. Spin the wheel. I can't even, I can't even read a name on there, but I, I guarantee you there are real names on that wheel. As opposed to fake names that were put <laughs> on in other contests. Did it hit in the middle? Oh no, Rebecca Campbell. Congratulations. There you go. Congratulations. I thought it hit in the middle for a second. Yeah. That would, that would almost had to be a respin if it was in the middle. Yeah. But the prize later always has a winner, right? <clears throat> prize later is good. Trust the prize letter. Look to the prize later. Let's throw the black and white cookie on sign. Oh, yes. yes. Come on, man. <laughs> Seriously? You, oh. yeah, I, I'm, I'm usually more on the game than that. Ben has just I'm, lost all rights for Seinfeld jokes. <laughs> I'm distracted by the hand motions. Now I'm like, Rebecca Campbell, like, congratulations. Sit on my hands. Did <laughs> you can't? May as well just do the show by myself. You won't be able to say a word. Rebecca Campbell, congratulations. Everybody else, thank you for entering. Uh, we appreciate your support of the show. Uh, and our contests and our fun that we have here. We do hope you enjoy what we put out in this hour each week together. We have fun. We hope you do too. Again, congrats, Rebecca. We'll reach out to you and let you know you won. And uh, congratulations. And I think, I think that's a wrap. Wraps up the show. Oh, look, I did that off the camera. <laughs> Get the finger pulling under control. All right. Well, till the next connection, we'll see you next week, two o'clock here on Lancaster Connects. Take care. 